Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, we lost. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Uh, this is what the great ones do. They get off, get up off the mat, and they live to see another day. And we'll be there next year. We'll uh I don't there's no guarantees. We could we could go, uh, we can attend. <laughs> But uh, hopefully we'll be nominated again. It's great to be nominated. Uh, g- good morning, football. Congratulations, our good buddies, Peter Schrager. <laughs> Kyle Brandt. Nate Burleson. Kay Adams. Yeah, great. <sighs> See, I told you guys that we weren't going to win. Here's the problem. The last couple of years, because of COVID, they didn't have anything where you could go and attend it. So we got the party bus. We got champagne. We got music going. We got the lights going. We got, I mean, it's thumping. And everybody's in a good mood. We see people. We have uh, fake smiles on with some of the people that we saw. And then you sit there for three hours, the second to last category. And you're thinking, okay. Here we go. And that moment in between, and the winner is good morning football. And then you go, oh, my God. But you got to be professional. Oh, we gave full claps. Yeah. We gave full claps. Yeah. Good people. They were fake full claps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, these are the real claps like this right now. We're experts at fake clapping for others who win. I am. 
That's for sure. Yes, Seton. You know, it was especially cruel. There was a woman who won a handful of categories before our award. Yeah. And she got up on stage and she was like, <clears throat> excuse me. She was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. This is the fifth time I've been nominated, but the first time I won. And you're thinking. Okay. Here we go. All right. I okay. see what storyline they're buying go. into this year. All right. Here we okay. go. Here we go. I do want to thank the audience. I know that you were upset as well. Thank you. We appreciate it. What, Todd? We thought might be, we looked at our tickets and Paul and I and McLovin, we were in Orchestra G, which is pretty close to the stage. Medium want, close. But then we noticed that before the ceremony began that Schrager and Brandt were sitting about seven rows in front of us. And then we were like, oh, it's going to be like Well, that. your seating assignments have to do with the network that you represent. We were with NBC and Peacock, and they're usually in the same place, and then CBS is over here and Fox is over here. Now, I don't know where you know the NFL network falls into that category with networks, but CBS, NBC, ABC, ESPN, they all have their little sections. And that, that's why it's always weird when somebody wins and then you just hear a small section really happy and start applauding. And then the other people kind of <laughs> like this. Yeah, Paul. Fritzy McLove and I are sitting right there together, and we're analyzing it like we're breaking down uh, the Zapruder tape. We're like, oh, who's the presenter for our category? Because we were at the very end. I think we were the fourth to final category. And all of a sudden, here comes Bomani Jones from HBO, formerly of ESPN. Oh, we know Bomani. He's our friend. And As Marvin's it, the one going, oh, man, we're going to win. You know, I'm friends with Bo. Like Bomani's going to say, you know, I'm not going to go with the envelope. I'm going to go with my, my guys. We're not that close. Oh, uh, so if you bought a T-shirt, fifth time's a charm. Next year, we'll have a sixth time is a charm, hopefully. Maybe. Go to DanPatrick.com. Check out the new uh, Father's Day T-shirts there for all the fathers in your lives. The stat of the day today brought to you by, see, it is, it is a bummer. I mean, it is. It truly is a bummer because of, we have 12 people who work on this show. And I know what it would mean to everybody on this show. I do. And everybody got to go yesterday. Yeah, they did. Yes. Picture day. Ray had his hair <laughs> combed. I mean, and they're, they're comatose back there. Tyler looks like he's going to fall asleep. Backroom guys tired. You know, Marvin fell asleep on the party bus. Guys came back and they wanted to heat up tater tots at like 1230. They went through uh, McDonald's. But it is great. I mean, this is, I and mean, I tell these guys, this is the best job you'll ever have. When this is all done, you'll look back and go, we, we were able to do a lot of things and have a lot of fun. And, and the group, we just laugh. That, that's what's great. We just laugh. And to have those moments, even when you lose, you still lose together. Win or lose, we effing celebrate. Yeah, Paul. We were on the bus and we're going, uh, our motto was, if you're on this bus, you already won. So we were sticking with that. We did that on the way down. <laughs> yeah. And then the way back, like, if you're on this bus, <laughs> it means you won. Yeah. But you know what? We brought a couple coolers on. Some yeah. guys got in their cups early. Yep. But a nice pace was done by everybody. <sighs> a couple people fell asleep during the ceremony. We got a rally. We got a rally here. Yes, Tom. Paul, he made a nice little toast. We all had champagne, and he mm. tried to liven our spirits while we were half bummed out, half asleep. Yeah. So that was, uh, it was nice. We all kind of got together. And in case you're wondering, yes, Todd does have a limerick. He had a win or lose two different limericks. Give us, the, um, give us if we had won what the limerick would have been. 
Time to sound the alarm with a helping of Paulie Smarm. A sports Emmy finally lands in Marvin's tiny hands. I guess the fifth time's a charm. Okay. Kind of glad we didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> now, the real one. The real one. The loser one. Here we go. All right. We took the party bus to the city, all dressed up, excited, and pretty. Thought this might be our year. Instead, another shed tear. Five straight losses. Even the bills say that's bleepy. <laughs> SH word. Okay. Yeah, Paul. Before we move on, I do have to recap Fritzy's night because he is, as always, was interesting. On the drive down the party bus, you know, it hits every bump on the highway. And this highway up here is, has a lot. Fritzy's sitting in the middle of the bus. Of course, he has both hands on his phone the entire time for, <laughs> for a two-hour drive. And the bus is bumping, and, and people are kind of being jostled a little bit, but people are putting their hands down to kind of spot themselves. Fritzy's falling over like like he's on a, a, a bucking Bronco, really. And he goes, I can't understand why I can't keep still. And he goes, this is driving me crazy. I'm like, And then on the way back, it was the same thing. Um, the funniest, though, was they pass around hors d'oeuvres at the, ha- at the cocktail oh. hour. Dude, you did not pass on one of those hors d'oeuvre trays. Not only did I not pass on, well, there was one thing that was like some kind of tofu taco or healthy. some veggie taco. But everything else I had at least four of. Yes. When the young lady came out with the... Uh, mini hot dogs oh fritzy God. was on her like uh like he was in love mm. and they got to know each other she actually came back she goes where where she goes where's the guy without the much hair nice. she said wow. and she goes i but she was nice she brought an entire tray for todd it was very thoughtful yeah yes yeah, there was almost a paternity test involved i was that close to i had to get those and then there was chicken and waffles and then there was little short rib things and mac and cheese balls. There's all kinds of stuff going on. This program is brought to you by Discover. Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June. And this is on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more. Discover.com slash rewards. Limitation supply. There was sports last night. The Mavericks stay alive. Beat the Warriors by 10. Still down three games to one. The NBA... First team has been announced. We'll talk about that tonight. Celtics at the Heat. That will be game five. In the modern NBA, three is the king. The problem is the three is inconsistent. And the Mavs have proven that. When they're great, they're really great. They shot just under 47% from three last night. That helped them avoid elimination. But... The win doesn't just extend the Mavs' season. The win shows how much the three does affect the game. Throughout the conference finals, we've seen these highs and lows as far as teams winning by 20, teams losing by 20, the same team. The NBA, when a team is hot, the three-point shot makes it hard to keep up. But when that team cools off, the other team heats up, that's when you have these comebacks. And oftentimes we see teams continue to fire threes even when they're not falling. And I still maintain getting a layup, getting some free throws, mid-range jumper, just something to break the streak. But these teams continue to fire the threes. The Warriors, I don't want to say they went through the motions last night, but it just felt like, all right, let's see if we catch fire here. Let's see if they're off. Maybe we, you know, sweep them. I'm not surprised. I thought Dallas would get two wins. And I guess I'll be surprised if they get that second one. Luca was wonderful last night. I said yesterday I thought he would have 32. They'd win by seven. He had uh, 30, and they won by 10 as they go back now with uh, game five coming up, Golden State. Seton, what's poll question today? By the way, Luca 
10 double-doubles this postseason, most in the NBA. Just missed a triple-double there. He's the first Maverick with at least 10 double-doubles in a postseason since Dirk Nowitzki did it back in 2006. Stat of the day, stat of the day, dot, dot, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? what stat of the day. Top. All right, Seton. All right, uh, here's an option for you. All right. Which is more valuable at this point, a sports Emmy or a participation trophy? What do you mean? I'm taking a shot at the sports Emmys because we didn't win. <laughs> oh. I decided to vent my frustration via uh, a poll question. Yeah, but you, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be angry at the sports Emmys. Okay, I got to be mad at the voters. <laughs> okay, I'll move on then. Okay, I'll move on to a different <laughs> one. Then we can scrap that. Who were the voters who voted in our category, Paulie? That's what I would. Would you know. want me to find the names if I could? No. Yeah, you would. No, I. I don't. I know it doesn't change anything. It. It doesn't. It. It's still a loss. That's all. All right, I'll move on then. Okay. Um, more dated voting process, <laughs> the Electoral College or the Sports Emmys? Uh, the Electoral College. Okay. But Sports Emmys is close second. Yeah. And those who vote on NBA awards is right in there. Okay, too. my next question, okay. more flawed. All NBA first team voting or the Sports Emmys? <laughs> I'm okay with the first team. I have a problem that somebody voted for. Do you guys want to guess that, that somebody voted for a player for all NBA. Now the votes are tabulated, so you could get, you know, votes for third team, you know, second team, first team, whatever it might be, depending on the number of votes, first place, second place, whatever. This is a this is a really good player. He got one vote for all NBA. He should not have one vote. Really good player. Really good player. Not great player. Um he can be great. Can be great. Marv, I'll start with you while you're still awake. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet. No. <laughs> this this player is better than Fred Van Vliet. No way. Yes. Seton O'Connor. I'm going to say Russell Westbrook. Junior the third. No. <sighs> Todd. I saw it, so I'm going to not guess. Paulie. Carl Anthony Towns? Oh, he's on the third team. Okay. Kyrie Irving. Somebody voted for Kyrie Irving. Kyrie played, I think, in 29 games. But he was great. He was disruptive. He's the you know one of the reasons why James Harden wanted out of there. KD was frustrated with him, and that's why they you know part of the reason why they disappoint. You you can't. It goes back to when people are trying to give James Harden the MVP, and I said he he wanted to get out of Houston. Yeah, you can't reward somebody who decimated a, a team and then, oh, man, he's still great. He deserves MVP. And I go, no, he doesn't. No. He wanted autonomy in Houston, and then he didn't want Chris Paul, and then he didn't want Russell Westbrook, and then he wanted out of Houston. I can't give you MVP votes. Give me a break. But Kyrie got a vote. Yeah, Paul. Do you know what bothers me about this? I was just thinking about it as you are saying. Kyrie Irving should be first team All NBA. He's never been first team but All NBA. With his talent, he absolutely. Yes. Should. He, I know he only played thirty games last year, but he averaged twenty seven points a game in his sleep. He's a dis. His career will be a disappointment, right? Because we'll look back and go, God, that guy. He had so much talent. 
He hit one big shot, and yes, that won a championship. But that is it. Yes, and he was very good in Uncle Drew. Yes, he. You know, I think that Kyrie's starting to realize that too, because if you go back a couple of weeks ago, that sound he had about not appreciating LeBron when they were together, not appreciating the opportunity they had, and he, he wishes he was more mature yeah. to be able to you know handle that situation better and recognize what he had there. Yeah. I think it's starting to dawn on him that dang, getting back up there isn't that easy. Well, maybe he's maturing. You know, he just turned thirty. So maybe, maybe it's sinking in that, you know, there's an expiration date to all of this. And people are going to look back and say, who had the most talent but didn't take advantage of that? And Kyrie's going to be high on that list because that's a ton of talent and he's going to have very little to show for it. He's never been first team. Has he been second or third team all NBA? Yeah, Marv. I think he's been third team, and it's crazy because I think he'll probably still make the Hall of Fame, but it's you could have been even better than what you were. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the last time LeBron, Steph, or KD did not make first team All-NBA. We'll take, we'll take a break. We'll tell you about that. Oh. We'll give you the first team, but I'll tell you the last time. It happened before. LeBron, Steph, KD, not first team all NBA. We'll settle on our poll question, and uh, we appreciate your support, your sympathies for us, and uh, we will rise again. Although I don't know if we rose. Did like we? We'll get we'll get back up. Treading water. Yeah, we'll get back up. We will. Uh, we'll take a break. Back after this, Dan Patrick show. We know as we get older. There's a lack of energy. Stress starts to pile on. You don't have to slow down. That's why I take M-Drive. Everyday supplements for driven guys. Formulated with clinically tested ingredients, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone levels, boosts energy, and helps you feel your best every day. Not ready to slow down? M-Drive has a supplement for you. You'll find uh, M-Drive at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. Visit mdrivedan.com. Try it risk-free. Free shipping. If you don't feel more energized after 60 days, get your money back. Guaranteed. Getting older doesn't have to be a bummer. You can still look and perform and feel your best with M-Drive. That's why I take M-Drive every day. Take a scoop in my fruit smoothie, and I'm good to go. Stay at the top of my game, and it helps me go strong. Maybe to go after good morning football. M Drive Dan. What? Uh, I like that. M Drive Dan.com. Don't let age or good morning football beat you. Visit M Drive Dan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, pile on. All right, Beck. Love the song. Timing? A little questionable. It would have hit there. You hit the post. Oh, we have the instrumental. Yeah. Uh, In the time of chimpanzees, <laughs> I was a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every day's the Super Bowl. Remember that. All right. Uh, first team all NBA stat. So the last time the uh, all-NBA first team did not include LeBron, Steph, or Kevin Durant, one of them, 2006-2007 season. LeBron was second team. First team was Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, Amari Stoudemire, Kobe Bryant, and Steve Nash. So the NBA first team came out yesterday. You had the Joker there, 
You had uh, Luca there. You had Giannis there. You had Devin Booker there. And who am I missing? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. It's it goes by position, right? There's yes. every position is filled. So Luca is technically the point guard on the. But he is Devin Booker's a shooting guard. But listed for this the purpose of All NBA. He should be listed as a point guard, which is why Steph Curry. Steph Curry is listed at point guard, so he doesn't make the team. Well, no, he could have been instead of Devin Booker. Oh, it's guard. Guard. Okay, two guards. Yeah, I mean this is why it's flawed. It should be the five best players. Now, you might say these are the five best players, but when you have to have a center in there, you have to have two forwards and two guards. This doesn't bother me at all. Giannis, Jason Tatum, that would be the only one, but then you'd say, okay, who are you going to put in there instead of him? Uh, You know, Joel Embiid is second team. With Joel Embiid, let's say it's just five best players. Giannis, Joker, Luka, you put in Devin Booker, you put in Steph, John Morant missed too many games. I'd have Embiid in there probably instead of Jason Tatum if it was not positional. But this is what I'm trying to get changed with the NBA, and I talked to the commissioner about that. You can't, you know, that those days are gone. Like, what position do you play? What position does LeBron play? You got him a forward. He's a point guard. Luka. Oh, he's 6'7". He's not a point guard. Yes, he is. Let's see. LeBron went uh, third team. Carl Anthony Towns, Chris Paul, Trey Young, Pascal Siakam of the Raptors sneaks in there. Third team. Second team, DeMar DeRozan, KD, Joel Embiid, John Morant, and Steph Curry. The reason why it's so important is there are there's money attached to this, contracts attached to this, bonuses attached to this, supermax contracts attached to this, and the voters are the writers, broadcasters. That's why you got to be really careful with this. It should be the five best players on each team, not. And, and I know I always single out Rudy Gobert, but Rudy Gobert is not one of the fifteen best players in the NBA, but he's making. First team or second team or third team all NBA. Yes, Heaton. But are, is what you're saying sort of based on history and not the season itself? Meaning? Meaning, like, uh, who, who are you taking off the first team that, that didn't deserve it? I would take Jason Tatum off and I'd put Joel Embiid. But Joel Embiid is his center, so he's second team. That makes sense. Okay, thank you. It does make sense. I feel like Joel, M- Joel Embiid had the best season of his, of his career. He did. And he's not being rewarded for it because of his position. He's yeah. redundant. But I don't know if anybody's contract, Supermax contract, is attached to this year's voting. But we've seen this before. I think Jason Tatum may have lost out on a Supermax because he wasn't, I don't know, second team or third team. Yeah, Paul. Now, Steph Curry last year, by necessity because of injury, he had to shoot a lot more for Golden State. So last season, he averaged 32 points a game, first team All-NBA. This year, for him, he had an off year for him. 25 and a half a game. So they didn't put him first team and Jason Tatum makes it because Tatum has his career. Is that fair because you're grading this season as a standalone? Well, you should. Yeah. I mean, Jason Tatum's a wonderful player, but he didn't have a better year than Joel Embiid. And he didn't have a better year than the Joker. Um, He didn't have a better year than Luka. 
Now, you can say, did he have a better year than Devin Booker? Well, they want to reward Devin Booker because the Phoenix Suns had the best record in basketball. Like, it's tricky when you vote on these. And I got an opportunity. It was an honor to vote on it. Whether it was Rookie of the Year, the MVP, Most Improved, Sixth Man, First Team, Second Team, Third Team, All-NBA. But we have to move on from this because that's just not the way basketball is played anymore. When I was growing up, you had a shooting guard and a point guard. You had a small forward, you had a power forward, and then you had a big man. That's not the case anymore. Like Anthony Davis doesn't want to be a center. And I think in part because if you're a forward, I got two chances to make all NBA as opposed to one as a center. Yeah, Paul. Also, Devin Booker is pretty consistent, but he got gets the tap this year. The past four years, he's averaged 26.5 points a game. Exactly, almost. Right down the line. He, this year was not different. His, actually, his other stats like assists went down a little bit. His shooting stats are exactly the same. Yeah, but is he a great player? Like, truly great player? He's the face of a really good team. No, Chris Paul is, yeah. it feels like. Yeah. Um, and he's a wonderful shooter. There are a lot of great shooters. I just don't know if we look at him. And, and this is a guy who scored 70 points in a game. I just don't know if we look at him as well-rounded. An all-around great game. Luka has that. Embiid, Joker has that. Uh, those those players, it feel it feels like they're different a little to me than uh, Devin Booker. Yeah, Mark. Do you think they gave him the first team nod, basically, kind of based off of what he did last year, like making that long run to the finals and being Maybe. a big part of it? Maybe because before he was just a great player on you know bad teams. But they don't give you any instructions when you vote. You vote on whatever your interpretation is of most valuable, most improved, first team, second team, third team. But there's no instructions. It's like the Heisman. What What is your definition of the Heisman? And I appreciated that. I didn't want them to say, hey, you have to vote this way. I would just caution the NBA and say, maybe it's time to change the format here. Give me the five best players in basketball. And I know that's not the way we used to do it, but then basketball and the labels are different now than the way they used to be. Because you would have guys who didn't start because, oh, well, you got your point guard or you got your shooting guard. I mean, Steph Curry, Steph Curry's a shooting guard. He's not a point guard. Draymond's the point forward. It's like Scottie Pippen was the point forward, in my opinion, for the Chicago Bulls. Yes, he Is it fair that contracts are all tied to this, though? They shouldn't be. But then how do you, how do, you do it then? Well, that's subjective. And then you have broadcasters who may like somebody or not like somebody, and then you vote them or you don't vote them. And you have millions of dollars attached to this. I I would prefer they didn't have those kind of incentives because it's subjective. And that, that to me, when it gets really tricky. If you said, who's the most valuable player on the Phoenix Suns? You're probably going to get an argument, but most people would say Chris Paul. He's not the best player, but value. Yes, Eden. Would you rather see the NBA keep its current, like, uh, slotted sort of uh, contract structure or go more towards what the NFL has, where it's just, mm, it's not necessarily tied to all of these? I would prefer it's not because I just know that you, you want to be fair to this player. How many games do you see? Um, have you talked to anybody about that player? Like, how much research do people do? And, and I hope they do a lot. When I left ESPN, uh, they took away my voting rights. But I, I still follow it. 
Uh, it's fun, and and it was an honor to be part of that. But I I just don't. I think basketball is positionless now. Yeah, Paul. The NFL is funny because there's such a big difference between making the Pro Bowl and being all pro. <laughs> yes. And I don't think like serious football fans, of course, know. You're right. But we've had guys on before, and you'll be like. Uh, People on Good Morning Football would know. Oh, that. they break this. Of down. course, they. That's how they got yes, the Emmy. Of course, they would. <laughs> but there's guys we've had on before, and you're like eight-time Pro Bowler, yeah. five-time All-Pro, and like no, 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 lead the other way because All-Pro is really tough to do. There's there's Hall of Famers who don't make All-Pro sometimes. But you'll have a guy who makes the Pro Bowl because well, that guy didn't want to go, and that guy didn't want to go, and that guy didn't want to go. Hey, does anybody want to play quarterback? Vince Young. Okay, I will. How many, what's the deepest they've ever gone to find somebody to play in the Pro Bowl? I don't want to be mean, but the name that pops in my head is Vince Young. Yeah, I know. Yes, Marv. Steve Berline. Steve Berline? I think so. Well, that's a good poll. I'll take a a pie to the face if I'm wrong about that. (laughs) Okay. You, uh, You are sleep deprived. I, might, I am. <laughs> I might have to remind you in a couple hours that you agreed to take a pie to the face. That so, pie will wake me up. Okay, so the quarterback who had how, – how do you phrase this? Yeah, Paul. Most subpar quarterback to ever no, make no, a no, Pro no, Bowl? No, 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 it's not that. It's, oh, it's how many fair. people decided not to go to the Pro Bowl for you to be selected to go to the Pro Bowl at, at quarterback. Let, we'll do – because Marv picked Steve Berline. I'll throw out some names who made the Pro Bowl that you'll be shocked. Derek Anderson of the Browns, the quarterback. Remember he had that one he had really one, nice... He had one good year. I think Kerry Collins of the t- made the Pro Bowl. Was that Carolina or the Giants? I think Carolina. Mm. Uh, you got Cordell Stewart. Mm. He had some good times. Vince Young, I think, made a couple. He made two, I think. Your boy Elvis Gerbach made one. Of course one. he did. That's shocking. Michigan's Elvis Gerbach. Yeah, those are some of the quarterbacks who made Pro Bowls. But I want to know how far down did they have to go before they went, uh, hey, uh, Steve Berline? Yeah, who's this? Uh, the Pro Bowl. Uh, what do you want with me? Hey, you get to play in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why? Nobody else wants to. Do you see where the commissioner was talking about? Hey, we spent so much time on the Pro Bowl. Do you realize watching the Pro Bowl last year, there was more contact on the floor at my high school prom than there was with the Pro Bowl. It felt like a scrimmage where two teams get together and they go, but they don't tackle anybody, block anybody, and then they stop. Here is Roger Goodell on his uh, NFL Combine and Pro Bowl update. Combine will remain in Indianapolis for 23 and 24. And also, I know you've uh, been updated on the Pro Bowl and where we are with that evaluation as far as the game is concerned and how we're thinking about how we create that into a celebration of our players rather than a football game. All right. He also had this to say about the Pro Bowl not working. I've spoken to several players myself about uh, what works and what doesn't work. I think the conclusion was that the game itself doesn't work and that we needed to find a different way to celebrate our players. When did the commissioner realize it didn't work? Hopefully, hopefully not this past year. You know, come to think of it, this isn't working. These guys are not even tackling. They're not even, it's not even two-hand touch. Yeah, Paul. 
there were points in the game last year where it was like two magnets, like the running back and linebacker, even they got close, they just skip <laughs> off each other. Don't make contact. I won't make contact. Yeah, see. The game doesn't work so much that now I actually feel stupid for actually thinking at some point in my life, these guys should play hard. Yeah. Like, why, why would we even expect them to play hard in an exhibition game? I remember talking to a former player and I said, uh, do you guys get together and decide that, like, is everybody going to be all on the same page here? Remember the hit that Sean Taylor had? That was, you know, may rest in peace. But many years ago, he just clocked somebody. And you're like, wait, you don't do that in the Pro Bowl. I like the skills competition. But I don't I don't know. We keep trying to have these guys. Okay, now we've added one more game. So here's 17 games. Now would you go out there for our entertainment? Hey, we'll give you a stipend. We'll give you some money. What do you get if you win? Is it like 45000 if you win and like 15000 if you lose? And these guys are probably going, uh, I don't need that. Not to go out there and go all out and play a game to entertain people. And it doesn't matter, doesn't count. Yeah, Paul. If you're on the winning Pro Bowl team, you make eighty grand. Oh. The losers only make forty. Okay. How about if you're Pro Bowl MVP, you never have to play in the game again? <laughs> Everyone will be trying. Can we find out how far down the list they went to get to Steve Berline? Yeah, Paul. We're looking, but about ten people uh, have already texted me. Miss Trubisky made it with your Bears. It must have been a long way down the road. I don't know if it was that far down for Steve Berline, Marv. Well, how far did you have to go for David Garrard? Oh, David Garrard. He had one good year, right? I think. Yep. I got David Garrard to Jacksonville. Yeah. Age 31. He threw 15 touchdowns that year. Yeah, then. that's Pro Bowl. That's .9 touchdowns a game. That's got Pro Bowl written all over it. But he was a leader. He was a field general or something like that. Play of the Day is up next with phone calls. We'll settle on our poll question. We will talk to our good buddy, Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback. A lot going on with uh, the NFL, the future of the Washington Commanders with Daniel Snyder. We'll talk about the Pro Bowl future. Kyler Murray is not going to be at uh, OTAs. A few things to talk to Albert. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on. And the great uh, comedian David Spade will stop by as well. We're back after this on the award-nominated Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, podcast or wherever you get your podcast hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God! The play, the play, is called play. of the day. Runner left side, got it! Check this out. Look at drives. Pitching up top to Kleba. He'll probe into the paint. Finds Dinwiddie, and he goes back-to-back from downtown. From the left wing, it's good. And it's pouring outside, and it's raining inside American Airlines Center. Threes are falling. That's 19 tonight for the Mavericks. 
Courtesy of the Mavericks Radio Network, Mavs shot 20 of 43 from three-point range. That's four games this postseason with 20 or more made three-pointers, most in a single postseason in NBA history. Brought to you by Callaway's Chrome Soft. Not just a better ball for the better players, it's better for everybody. You, me, major winners, weekend warriors, Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, Chrome Soft XLS. Deliver the best tour performances for every type of game. Find yours today at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. The question is, can Dallas do it again? And I would say no. I don't know how consistent they can be. Can they win the rebound matchup? They did this time. But can you get one more game? Maybe. Of course. You just want to make Golden State nervous. If you win one more, okay. Do we have your attention? You win that game at Golden State, then you get to come back home. Maybe you force a game seven. Uh, the game t- tonight, Boston is a slight favorite in Miami for the always pivotal game five. Some phone calls. By the way, I had a, a friend who just uh, sent me an email. He said, you know what? You're in great company. You've lost five consecutive uh, sports Emmys. And I said, we didn't lose them. We just didn't win them. That's a big difference. He said, you're Jerry West. I go, all right, I'm listening. Jerry West lost in the NBA Finals seven consecutive years before he finally won a title in 1972. Only to lose again in the Finals the following year, he finished his playing career one for eight in the NBA Finals. I'll take that. I'll go one for eight. I'll go logo on you. I'm fine with that. Uh, Pro Bowl. All right, Paul, did you get any information here? Because I think Marv should take a pie to the face today. Well, we're looking. The question is the Pro Bowler quarterback who made the team because a number of quarterbacks tapped out. Now, we're going to have to go year by year. We're all looking. But in the 2009 Pro Bowl, David Garrard made it from Jacksonville. Peyton Manning tapped out. Phil Rivers tapped out. Tom Brady tapped out. They replaced those three with Matt Schaub, Vince Young, and David Garrard last. So three guys tapped out for David Garrard to make it. How many tapped out for Steve Berline to make the Pro Bowl? I think that's what we need to find out. Yeah, Marv. You guys said most random. I think Steve Berline's a pretty random. Oh, no. we. And I said if he didn't make the Pro Bowl, I'll take a pie to the face. Because you, you said. Oh, no, most- I thought you, you you made it seem like that uh, more people tapped out for Steve Berline to make the Pro Bowl than any other quarterback. Oh, no, but I still get it. I'm patting myself on the back for even mentioning David Garrard. Who knew David Garrard even made a Pro Bowl? I am the king of okay, random all-star. Okay, is Steve Berline more random than D- David Garrard? Tomato, tomato. No, David Garrard. Who was Berline playing for when he made it? The Raiders? The Panthers, I'm going to say. Berline? I think so. All right. But David Garrard did it with Jacksonville. David Garrard might be more random than Steve Berline. Yeah, Paulie. Okay, Steve Berline was in the 1999 season. Uh, I got to see. <laughs> Brad Johnson was ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Kurt Warner was ahead of him. Mm-hmm. So only... I have only two guys tapping out for Steve Berlin oh, to make it. Okay. We're going to triple check this because it's pie worthy. Okay. Who is more random to make the Pro Bowl, David Garrard or Steve Berlin? Let, let's just go around the room. No one. It's, 
Good morning football's not doing that. No, they're not. I guarantee it. And that's why they win a sports Emmy, not us. Yes, Todd? Gerard would surprise me. Okay, Seton O'Connor. Steve Berline's a hell of a poll, though. I'm going with him. David Gerard's a better poll than Steve Berline. Steve Berline, we still know Steve Berline. He's still broadcasting. He's an analyst. And I pulled both. So maybe I shouldn't get a pie. <laughs> I'm sleep deprived. You remember are. that. You are. You are. All right. Some phone calls in here. Um, Paulie, can you settle this? I think we could settle this. How about, because who is more random, David Garrard or Steve Berline? Natch question. Yeah. Um, how about who had fewer Ooh. career starts before they made the Pro Bowl? Ooh. And David Garrard, oh boy, I got to math, 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 stinks. Yeah, he had 46 right. starts in his career of seven years before finally making the Pro Bowl at age 31. Right. Steve Berline, vamping, vamping. He was in the league for... 11 years before he made the Pro Bowl and had already started over 70 games. Okay. David Garrard, I th- but, oh, man. Steve Berline's career transitioned to pure backup, rant, you know, like journeyman. <laughs> this is tough. No one's doing this, man. No, they're not. Call <laughs> Schefter, call no, Blazer. If they care about their audience, then no, they're not doing it. Uh, ben in Baltimore. Hi, Ben. What's on your mind today? Good morning, gentlemen. They call me Bob. Some more Ben. No, they don't. But uh, I figured we needed a Ravens counterpunch to uh, Pittsburgh, Dave. Anyway, um, I am a first-time caller, but a long-term, long-time listener. I'm not sure if you guys have a term for that. Um, I am 6'6", 215 pounds. Thank you. Um, I wanted to thank Marvin uh he, it was very special to me. I followed his marriage advice. I am recently separated. Um, Dan, that's not funny. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, hey, I have 10-inch hands, so I think I'll land on my feet. Um, I am an Orioles fan, so I don't even know what it's like to get nominated. So, um, But I do think you guys should have come out uh, to the uh, party bus uh, to the song Looks like we haven't made it. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you, Ben. A monster call. Yeah. Ben squeezed in a lot of yeah, material in that call. I liked it. I liked it. Yes, Tom. That was a Barry Manilow low below there. Okay. You can't be quiet for 50 uh, minutes and leave with that. Can you just that. let it stand alone? Let Ben have his moment there? He just sung, looks like we haven't made it yet. He just took a little shot. <laughs> Barry Manilow low below. Yeah. Ryan in Pennsylvania. Hi, Ryan. What's on your mind? Hey, Ryan. This is Ryan in Wisconsin. Oh. Is that who you're talking to? Oh, okay. Marv, your little fingers there pressed the wrong button. <laughs> uh, 511-185. All right. Thank you. Last time I was on the air with you, Dan, you were uh, on the air with Rob Dibble, so it's been a while. Long time. Um, but Yeah, yeah. But, hey, I just wanted to say, as far as the Pro Bowl goes, how is this for an idea? Um the players who are nominated get to sponsor a youth football player and they put on a youth football game. So um, you get a lot less cancellations. You know, you guys who are getting voted to the Pro Bowl, now they don't have to play, but what they can do is find a player in their local area that plays youth football and then the kids would get a uh, nationally televised game. Um, just an idea. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, but then you'd have a seventh grader named Timmy refusing to play, and, and little Michael has to fill in, and he's now, not worthy. Then there's going to be name, image, and likeness. Yeah. Uh, Ryan in Pennsylvania. 
Let's try this. Hey, Ryan. scored this Lego deal. It's pretty sick. <laughs> 510, 155. All right. I got a sports, sports Emmy Lamerick for you. Okay. All right. Here's Ryan in Pennsylvania. The DP show leaves fans adoring, but will that be enough for the judges scoring? Three hours of waiting, the results are here. Certainly this is our year. And the winner is, good morning, foot boring. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. That's Ryan. We, we don't need to take shots at other people in the category. We will. Everybody's a winner. No, no, privately oh, we yeah. will. Oh. When we go out for beers, yeah, see. My son was very upset that a show that only talks about one sport <laughs> beat a show that talks about all sports. That doesn't make sense. My kids used to, the next morning when I'd, I'd come home late from the uh, sports semis, and they would come down to the breakfast table and they'd look to see if there's any hardware there. And then they got really accustomed to the fact that there was not going to be any sports Emmy on the kitchen table. One more item as we close out hour one, it's Callaway Golf. I was talking to Ethan from Callaway yesterday. He's uh, our, our liaison, our contact there with Callaway. He sends us all the clubs and the balls and the drivers. And I said, uh, hey, how are you doing? He goes, you need a refresher. And I said, yeah, I could use the fairway woods. He goes, anything else? I said, well, I love the uh, triple track technology golf balls there, the uh, Chrome Soft X. He goes, you got it. I said, uh, anything else you want to send me? He goes, you let me know. I said, eh, how about a Rogue ST driver? Chrome Soft, by the way, precision technology. They got a golf ball for everybody. They have the regular Chrome Soft. The Chrome Soft X provides excellent spin consistency, tour-level short game control, and I'm known for that. Finally, the Chrome Soft XLS, that's lower spin on longer shots. There's something for everybody. It's really simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best and better for everybody else. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. 
This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.